Welcome back to Liquidity and Liquor. I'm Scott DeClaire here with Joseph Martin. Today we're speaking about layoffs. And fortunately, I've actually never had to do massive layoffs. Uh, but I know how important firing is in a startup. And every time that I've made a, a firing decision, to be honest, I've never regretted it, as tough as that is. But layoffs are just firing at scale. Yeah. So, Well, I mean, layoffs yeah. is firing at scale. But let's talk about firing in general. It's, it's a dirty word those days with, uh, in today's environment. However, if you do want to consider being an entrepreneur and you have a problem laying off people, don't even be an entrepreneur. No. It is good. You need to fire as much as you're going to be good in hiring. And I feel like... It be is, as good at firing because yeah. firing is very... It's emotionally hard for everyone. It's not easy for most people. If you're a normal person, it's not easy to let somebody go who you're working with and you've built rapport with, especially if they haven't done anything wrong. Like not stolen not lied not anything just if they Sometimes, suck at, yeah, exactly. they suck at their job good, yeah. then it's or it's a matter or, of two you feel sympathetic yeah you, you feel like, I mean, yes. of course you're a human being but the the death of a company is when you don't fire fast enough people that have to be let go yeah. that's a really big issue and a lot of first-time entrepreneurs suffer from it it's sort of like um it, it's something a skill that you have to like like work on over time being it's, effective when you ask it. when you ask yourself how good a company is and they said your business is only as good as your employees the the challenge is okay you versus your competitors there's many many points to, to reference but one of them is not just who's hiring the better people is who's firing the the worst people faster than the other ones because everybody Some will make hiring just, mistakes yeah i mean i've seen i've seen the, one of the companies that acquired uh, my previous companies um and i had more than one exit they just never fired people. They they had a, a, some sort of a back loop to go in and kind of like, let's revisit, let's give another uh, conversation, let's ask here, let's ask there's like sometimes it's not that complicated. And and you said something true. You were never sorry about anyone you ever let go. No. And me neither. I mean and I mean I barely have experience. Only twenty years. Only twenty years experience not once I was sorry about laying off a person. It was always where I was sorry for not laying off some of them sooner because a B player is going to hire all the C's and D's, not a B or an A because they're a threat for their organizations. And it's worst when they're in any managerial position, as higher they are in the organization, the more disruptive they are. And I will, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Those are the ones you have to fire as fast as you can. So if they are coordinators or they're just, just specialist coordinators, you know what? Coaching a little bit more would go a long way. But if, if they're directors and above, don't have tolerance for it. If they're not the right ones, let them go right away because they're going to be much more disruptive. You know, and, and they, they don't, they don't, by the way, they don't deserve any more privilege because I'm not here to teach a coordinator. I'm, I'm, I am actually to coach coordinators and lower uh, uh, level. But if it's a VP or above, you need to bring your knowledge in. If you don't have that, why the hell are you here? I'm not going to do your job. You're going to be impacting so many people underneath your umbrella. It's because, your job to so teach. It's your yeah. job. So, yeah. so out. Those are the ones that you have to be very vigilant. And there's a reason why we're saying there is, uh, there is a, a period where you come in and we'll see if it works. But, but by the way, it should also affect your hiring. If I'm hiring a person that had to be relocated from France, quit their job, come to the US, move their kids to a new school, and they're not the right ones, how am I going to go and just let them go right away? I can't just fire them so quickly. So you have to be vigilant before you hire a person, make sure, and then cut in a big check if they have to let go for 
um, for no cause because it's not fair for them. However, it doesn't mean that you should keep them because of that. Mm -hmm. Those are two separate things, right? So it's great if you can run your business in a place where no one has to be relocated. And then that's, but on layoffs, you, you wanted to say so, that yeah, you never so had any big layoffs. I never had to amount. do big layoffs. I mean, I was never, I was never in charge of a workforce that size where you had to lay off a couple hundred people at a time as a portion of your workforce. And sometimes when you look at layoffs, I do believe that sometimes companies fail. I mean, sometimes companies try and scale too quickly and they're not smart about it. And then they have this workforce that can't perform, but sometimes they're not set up to perform either. Uh, like, sometimes they hire for the sake of hiring and they don't have a plug to want to stop it. Like I'll call one company out in particular. I know that SFDC um, just laid, I mean, every tech company laid off a whole bunch of people recently, mm -hmm. but SFDC in particular, because I know people that worked in that sales organization, territories were massively oversaturated, meaning that they had way too many reps selling to the same group of customers or same same account base. So when you're trying to scale that quickly and you do that just to like milk as much revenue out of your company, this can apply to any, I'm just from the sales and marketing side, like that kills a company because then people are set up to fail. You hire an account executive and you're getting them to cannibalizing sell. Each you're cannibalizing yeah. each other. And then you have to let some of the like, so in that case, are layoffs good? Well, they're never good. Usually the one the that needs to be laid off. Up. Usually the one that needs to be laid off is the one that caused that condition to begin with. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I will tell you that as a founder, sometimes you get lost to the process yeah. when you keep growing. And you're focused on what you're focused on, but part of what you're not focused on is sometimes scaling the organization yourself, building the departments, and someone does it underneath you. And when you look back, you said, wait a minute, what are you doing? So... It, it comes, it, um, the syndrome that companies would have is you grow, you have a money injection in, in your, you inject some money in your business or you had some good couple quarters and you have some excess cash and you start all those new ventures. And then when the market turns, you feel like, okay, no, all those new executions, all those new ventures that we ran into don't work. Let's just kill it. And then you have to let the people go because you said we have to be more tight now. Now, in general, the, the firing part and Laying off so many people has to be done in a way that you want to make sure that people feel comfortable that there's not going to be another massive layoffs. Because otherwise, you lay it off, say, 20% of the workforce. You go back to the office and everyone is on their LinkedIn trying to sharpen their resume. Yeah. And you don't want that. And you know the companies that were layoff is part of the culture. And people know it. They're like, oh, and they're not going to look at LinkedIn because the ones that part of their culture, if you look at Amazon, every six months, the bottom 10% got to go. And you wonder why are they so successful? Why are they so lean? Why are they doing so good? Well, that is because that's the bottom 10%. You know if you're at risk because they're going to have the review. They're going to tell you you didn't do good. If you're going to fail again, that's what's going to... But that is not part of that. The, the layoff part where, you know what? Economy is bad. People are not buying as before. We have to be active and make sure that we're going to be on the green every month with our budget, uh, with, our, with our cash. However, when you lay people off in a mass layoffs, what happens is you say, well, I'm going to go and let you guys know that it, it's nothing that you've done. It's the condition in the market. I wish I could keep you. A couple things happen. And by the end of the day, I have to let you go. And for the other people, you say it's important to say there are no more layoffs. We have cut enough and we're comfortable. Now, how do you prove it for them, to them? It's basically by the fact that... Eventually, it moves on. You do not want to make the common mistake where you say, well, I think we need to lay off 100 people. 
and then you find out mm, we didn't do our numbers right. We have to lay off another 50 and people. And you're killing the trust right? in the organization. Because exactly, yeah. it's better off to cut into the flash and say, no, let's lay off more than what we think just in case. But we cannot do another round in a few months because that's when everyone's going to be on the LinkedIn. All the good people are going to leave. There is another, by the way, sometimes it's everything is working good. You just want to be more vigilant over your uh, your budget and you let people go let people go because of that and there is a new there's a, another strategy that some companies would do and they say well we don't want to lay off anybody so what we're doing is we're going to give you uh, we're going to have everybody including uh, the the CEO two three weeks um non-paid vacation like, like furlough non-paid vacation yes so uh, this way it's going to hit the budget where we have to be without us needing to lay off anybody okay. that's another strategy where everything works it's just that market is the market and right now the business itself has a particular condition that we can afford that so that's another thing but do not lay off not enough on the first time that's one of the main advice i would give if you ever run into that situation um i want to just bring up the one story of the better.com um CEO. oh yes so so this is an interesting story so i think i think that everybody remembers this this is in 2021 december this is an example of how not to lay people off so uh the better.com CEO, he fired 900 employees on a Zoom call, and then he went on social media calling them lazy, and he said that he was they were stealing from the company because they were not productive enough. And in the Zoom call, too, he was saying how it was harder for him, and he started crying on the Zoom call to his employees that he was laying off. And the guy's worth like multi, multi, multi million. Yeah, he victimized himself he when victimized they just laid himself. off, yes. And, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do when you lay off people to do it properly, like obviously severance and uh, even things like uh, maintaining health benefits. I think that was a big thing that was if done you during the budget. COVID. If, if you, have you the don't budget. have the budget. No, then, but I mean, you know. if you don't have the budget, if you really don't have the budget, then you don't do it like that either. No, absolutely not. There's, there's a port, like, look, if you have multiple locations, you can meet everybody and sometimes it has to get done in a certain virtual way. But at the same time, it's, it's the messaging that matters. Absolutely. What do you think about what do you think about with uh, with Twitter people being laid off? Because it's, I think it's happening at Twitter. Um, not everyone, but some people were laid off just by getting their access cut. So well, that's a technical error. But I think there is a difference between doing it as a technical error because you feel like there was a, I guess, a culture uh, a war between the Elon Musk type versus the a lot of wokeness within the organization, and there was just lack of trust in some of the employees, and they said, you know what, don't take any chance, cut those people's uh, access. As a rule, though, that's not a best practice. Twitter's yeah, overall, a messed up situation. Overall, overall, it's not ideal. Overall, it's not ideal. However, I will say that um, sometimes when you lay off people, uh, you know, you're gonna break some eggs when you lay off people in a mass way, because you don't know who's the one that's gonna go and delete data or so on, and you said, look, if that's what it takes, you, you're not in their shoes. That's that's my but yeah. The question is, how do you communicate after? Look, guys. Uh, and it should be immediate, though. It shouldn't be if if, for example, you do lay people off and you cut access because of safety, like safety concerns. Many companies do it. Uh, I mean, I, I would say it needs you to have be to have that once a meeting that day. Exactly, exactly. You have to have at the time when you have the meeting, when you talk to them at that second, the HR needs to go and cut everyone's access that is being laid off yeah i would say not, not in the morning you come in why is it not working yours is not working that's just tactical error you shouldn't do it this way you should be more careful what are the last things so and the most important thing like when you lay people off like everyone's a human 
and you're dealing with humans and you're dealing 100%. with emotions and you're dealing yeah. with a, like a very, very traumatic experience. And yes, at the end of the day, it's a business decision, but I think that there's ways to do it to soften the landing so that you don't make somebody's traumatic event, this life event, even worse than it has to be. And by the way, you can find the most professional people uh, being laid off, coming uh, as coordinators, and sometimes the sea levels, you can, they'll be the one causing the drama, screaming, and you need to have security escorting them. You'll never know, because by the end of the day, emotion can get the worst of no. any one of us. And uh, I've seen this uh, in practice, where you find people that had very impressive career, but they're just not right for your business. And when someone tell them, I'm gonna, we're gonna have to let you go. Those are the ones that, yeah, they would go in, start making threats and everything. I remember uh, in Baxichon, we had four stories uh, in the building. We were in, th in the third floor and uh, one of the floors ended up hiring uh, the police to be uh, in a building because we would walk in and we would just see cops every day. Like what happened? Well, one of the employees that was fired and apparently was it was one of the middle management said, oh, I'm going to come and kill all of you. So he said that. And then, that, yes, it's just you'll never know what happened. So it's very easy to blame a business owner for laying off employees. You have no idea if you if you're thinking this way, do not. Do not go and open a business. No, because you'll have to, like any business owner ever, will have to fire people at some point in their career. It's just a matter of doing it the right way. And it makes you think because yeah. I said, listen, I mean, I have a lot of people. What, what if, and it can be anybody. It can be man, woman. Someone comes in all angry, shooting. You'll never know. So he said, do I need Did to Did you ever fire this? somebody that had like that kind of reaction? I've never had anybody. For that me, was, never. I've had people never. that were like pissed off to stop talking to me. But, I had, I had but, people uh, being fired again. Saying okay, and then they just cut down. But but um, it was it, the the drama would come in when we would find when someone that one of my uh, execs would fire or one of the yeah. VPs fired, then someone else caused that problem. In me, in my particular case, never. I always felt bad le letting people go, and I remember that um, the evolution of letting people go was that I know I need to let them go, but I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, she's a mother. She has kids. She loves the business. She's trying. She's just not good. And you feel that. And, but you know you have to let her go, right? And then eventually you find that if, if you would have only known what was going on behind the scene, it was way worse than what you thought, right? You only see a tip of an iceberg because usually they'll be masters of disguise. They will show you in front. And when you let them go, you find out. And then eventually it comes down again and again. And every time you said... Whenever in doubt, let the person go. You're never going to be wrong. But then eventually comes the emotions again. Like, ah, no, I can't let, I, that's a nice guy, man. Listen, like he tried, no, always, when in doubt, that was my. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's it for today. If you enjoyed, please subscribe on YouTube. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can download and listen to it wherever you get your podcasts or on liquidityandliquor.com.